Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to the Info Mini Chats, the best of WTAW's morning radio talk show, The Infomaniacs. No, no, A&M's not going to sign any football players no, this year. No, that's, no, no. That's, that's, a, that's all wrong. They're going to go. They're no, all going to leave. They're leaving. We won't be able to field a football team. It's nope. going to be horrible. <laughs> the sky is falling. Oh. I'd rather feel that way than be optimistic going into the season. <laughs> you know, we all saw how that turned out this year. <laughs> You've been an Aggie Jeez. for too long. Golly. Yeah. Never get your hopes up. No, 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 no not at all. Always expect the worst, but be happy when the best comes that's along. That's right. Exactly. Or anything, just almost the best. Uh, Speaking of, uh, of football, I, I don't know. I'm going to tell you, you've got to see this video at some time today. I mean, wait until your coworkers are, are actually doing their job if you need to go look at this or not. But uh, the headline is uh, a robber uses a football mask to rob a, like a 7-Eleven store in okay. Ponca okay. City, Oklahoma. Okay. okay. Now, when I say football mask... You think of maybe like a football helmet. With I do. Mask right. there. Yes. Yeah. So this is a football. It looks like <laughs> a football. Okay. And it has a place cut out for your eye. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> and he is so he just looks this. like a football head. It, it is. It is a football head. I've never seen it before. I mean, I, I would make sense that they would exist, but anyway. Did it have a team logo on no, it? No, it does not. Uh, authorities are just searching for the suspect who wore the unusual mask. Uh, on their head as they robbed a Ponca City convenience store. Shortly after 5 a.m. on Sunday, authorities said a person wearing a football head mask robbed a stop-and-go. Police said that the uh, looked to be a younger male, five six, and a heavier set person. Oh, not a tub of goo, but a, a stocky a, guy. Somewhat, yeah. They also said that he was carrying a small revolver, uh, and uh, it, it shows him doing the deed, but. I have never, I don't know, for all the cutaways that you see in football games, you'd think somebody would be wearing one of these, but I, honest to goodness, have never seen one right. before. I've seen somebody do that with a basketball. Right. Okay. You know, stick, because that, that kind of fits it's the circular. shape of your head. Right. It's yeah. not oblong right. like a football is. Maybe he has an Arnold-shaped head. It could well be. <laughs> uh, that, that's possible. I just... There, I, was a, there was a cartoon called Hey Arnold, and the main character, Arnold, his head is shaped like a football. Yeah. Or a taco, depending on you know how you look at it. Really? Yep. <sighs> Never saw. I mean, that. all of their heads uh, were a, shaped a little funny. Yeah, but yeah. Okay. yeah, it was. Gerald it, had a very elongated, uh, long, long head. Yeah, he was the best friend, right? Yeah, uh-huh. uh huh. Yeah. And then Helga. I just went. Um, and so, Stupid did, kid. Did, did he <laughs> did, did he buy this with that intent? Or did the he football? Just, yeah. Or did he decide that? Well, you know, Christmas time's coming. He's under the financial pressure that everybody feels around Christmas time because you don't have enough money for everything and you're going to go ahead and rob a store. Mm -hmm. Right. And he maybe he didn't have a ski mask. And so he remembered, oh, wait, I, I bought that that football head mask like years ago. Yeah, I'll pull that I'll, out of the closet. Yeah, and go do that. So it was manufactured as a mask, correct? It, it was. wasn't a football that he took and no, just like... No, no, no. no. It's, okay. it's oversized. It is, yeah. Info. 
Mason, how small do you think his head would be? <laughs> yeah, it would have to be really well, itty bitty. Sure. Maybe he cut a slit in the back. Yeah. So just uh, kind of like wrapped around, but yeah. it didn't, you well, know, open no. back, get a little breeze in there. Yeah, he couldn't do the presidents. I mean, that's yeah. already been done in movies True. and everything right. else. Well, I could, I mean, I could see it as a Halloween mask. I guess you could have done that, but this is a full-blown cover your entire head thing. Hard work. Always glad to hear from you. Yep, the number is 979-695-1620. I just heads up, I don't really have a question for today. We're just, you know, if you want to share anything, you want to share pictures of your dog, any of that kind of stuff. That's dog fine. pics, yeah. Okay. yeah. Open yeah. text. Yeah, open exactly. text line, yep. Wide, wide open. It's also Thursday. This is Zach's overtime day when he has to do a lot of extra stuff. Because <laughs> yeah. after all, this is an arduous business. Oh, even so time-consuming. I know, it taxing. really is. I know. And it's, but again, it's inside work with no heavy lifting on, on Thursdays. It's time for Out of Context, right? Right. Good morning, and welcome to the WTAW Studios in beautiful Bryan College Station, Texas, where it's time to play... That's right, the game where I play a clip from one of last week's episodes, and you have to guess, what the heck were we talking about? So, without further ado, here's the clip. Women have been having babies in unusual places for a long time. They yeah, really have. They used to have them in, like, barns. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that was very sanitary yeah. either. In a stable. In a manger. So, weird places <laughs> women have had babies. We were talking about a specific story here recently where a woman had a baby in a strange place. Was it A, in a McDonald's, B, in a taxi cab, C, in a plane, or D, on a subway train? We'll play it one more time for you. Women have been having babies in unusual places for a long time. They yeah, really have. They used to have them in, like, barns. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that was very sanitary yeah. either. In a stable. In a manger. Yeah. Just in time for Christmas, little baby Jesus. Uh, a, McDonald's, B, taxi cab, C, plane, or D, subway train. Where was the baby born? Yep, text us. We do need your first and last name if you'd like to win today. 979-695-1620. That's it. This brought to you by Maria Mia's Mexican Cantina. They got a happy hour going on today. So it's uh, time for you to be... Wrapping your presents. I it's, did a lot of wrapping yesterday. Well, let me tell you now. So I don't know if you did. You have any accidents? Because accidents. Thirteen. <laughs> no, actually, I had a win. I had a, a pretty large present yeah. that I I needed to wrap, and I was nervous that I was going to have to do kind of like a havesy situation okay. on it. Yeah. But my wrapping paper fit perfectly. Is that right? Like to the edge. Yeah, it was great. All right, now, was this was this a leftover roll or was this a brand new roll? Uh, it was a roll. It, it had plenty of paper on it. All right, okay. Yeah. And it, so it wasn't, I had enough paper to go around the present. It was the height of the present, uh -huh. if that makes sense. Right. So, like, yeah, and so, I didn't want to have to use two separate strips of paper. I, yeah, I typically try to stay away from anything that's not in a box. This was a box. Oh, it was. It was. Yeah. Oh, it was just a strangely shaped box. No, it's a rectangular box. But it was but the height of it. The height of it was if yeah. So if you think about it, a roll of wrapping paper is only so tall, yeah. and so the height of it was just exactly perfect. That even when I folded the paper, it still taped. Together. That, otherwise, you would have had to cut it, and the pattern needs to match, and all that. Oh, you, I would not have tried uh, that. Yeah, yeah, also, it's you. like yeah. four-year-olds who are going to be opening this. Oh, kid. Well, well, they don't yeah. care. So, yeah, yeah, I wasn't too worried about it, like looking great, <laughs> gotcha. because they're just going to rip off the. Pa I even almost added a bow, and then I was like, nope, don't need to do that. I just love how Scott started. Did you have any accidents? Do you yeah. have a lot of accidents? Well, the reason is I, I have a story. You cut third, your finger. Third? Yeah, no, I had no accidents yesterday. Uh, I, uh, it was when, a successful wrapping sesh. When we. 
come back, 13% of holiday-related injuries are with wrapping and opening gifts. Wow. You can call us or text us and be a part of our uh, little radio program. Yeah, maybe you you've that. had a wrapping accident. Yeah. Let us know at 979-695-1620. But, I mean, to, to bring that back, because here's the deal. Um... Look, you've all we've all bought paper, rolls of paper, mm-hmm. and you go, oh, this is only $5.99, you know, and you... There's a reason why it's cheap. That's right. And it goes around like, goes around the tube three and a half times or something. You pull right. it over, boom, you got, right. all right, no paper. Either that or you can see through it, you know, whatever. <laughs> and so, I mean, that that is frustrating when it happens. One, it tells you how much is in the tube. I know. You but, can also, like, feel it. Yeah, that's you true. You can tell how thin it's going to be. Well, one of the things is great, because... Because my wife had the toy store, right? She'd get big rolls of paper, uh-huh. lots of paper on there. Yep. So, and and she's a wrapping champ. And I just, you know, give her presents. She'd wrap them. And when I tried to wrap the presents for her, you know, they're horrible. But nonetheless, uh, a new survey said 30% of U.S. Americans say they've been injured during various <laughs> holiday-related activities. Wow. I know whether oh. it's Got minor the a little much. or being sent to the ER. 13% say they have cut themselves while wrapping or opening presents. Okay, I can see that. Sure. Well, I mean, yeah. people pop open a knife to, you know, yeah. Oh, I mean, there, yeah, yeah, and you've always, you know, sometimes you've got the the blade out because it's easier to open boxes and stuff like. I mean, that's the worst. You open a present and it's really a cardboard box that is still super taped up and yep. you've got, got to get staples. into it. Those two, yeah, all those things, right? Yeah. Or you've just taken in the Amazon box and rip your name off of it. And right. Then, yeah. yeah. It up. Exactly. So I'm, I'm thinking if you open something with a pocket knife and you put it down on the floor and don't think about yep. it, it gets covered with okay. some wrapping and suddenly that your happen. toe is sliced off. Yeah, you you got to keep an eye on that thing. 11% say they have slipped or tripped outdoors. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. We don't have to worry about that that's, much. No, that's, not too much. 10% have been hurt uh, cooking during the holidays. Okay. I guess burns or whatever. Sure. Uh, 6% have been burned by a candle. Okay. Another 6% have tripped or slipped over holiday-related objects. Okay. Now, does that have to do with stepping on the Lego toy? Ooh, the little possibly. Lego I'm yeah. even thinking, yeah, yeah. Any kind of uh, decoration that maybe isn't typically there during the year. <laughs> yep, yeah. Uh, 12% of those say they were injured because, well, they may have been uh, overserved uh, at the time. Yeah, uh-huh. that's what I was also a uh, problem. Too much eggnog. Speaking of safety, 38% of people leave their outdoor and indoor holiday lights on overnight. Oh, okay. 38%. Um, I don't know. That, Get those timers. Yeah, I think that's probably invest in those timers. Save you a little bit of save you a little bit of money. And on your electric bill. Yeah, yeah. that's definitely I, my thing. I do get weirdly like I don't. Yeah, I I only my Christmas tree lights are only on when I'm home. I don't know why I get weirded out like leaving them on if I leave my apartment. The so uh, we have ours uh, hooked up to one of those plugins for the Allegra. Uh huh. So we actually have a name for it and we yeah. say Allegra, nice. turn off our Christmas tree, right. and she oh, turns it off. That's good. But she can't do the angel though. We got a new angel this year and it doesn't plug into the rest of the lights it's actually oh. battery operated oh. so you have to uh, physically go up there and hit the button oh geez oh. and that's the worst place uh, go so all the way up to the, the top worst. of the I mean, tree I can, I can reach it it's so you have a rogue oh, okay. you have a rogue angel is that basically it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 she's, she's just very dim. Yeah. yeah i i so, uh driving yesterday went by uh, one of the apartment complexes multi-story apartment complexes and actually somebody on the on the first floor had four inflatables in oh, front wow. of their apartment. Okay. Which I thought, you know, after we talked about inflatables yesterday, mm-hmm. to have four inflatables, that's pretty busy that in is. front of an apartment. Yeah. So Wait. I have a friend that got one yesterday, and it was it remained inflated, and she drove home with it in her passenger seat. Oh. <laughs> it was a small one. It yeah, wasn't I was going to say, big, that's not very big. But still. Um, so she bought are, it blown up? 
It yeah. didn't have to be plugged in? Uh, it doesn't look like. It must be battery operated. Yeah, it, well, I mean, it's small enough. I think that you oh. you could probably blow it up with a very, you know, with an air compressor or something thing. like Yeah, a pump. Uh, and okay. it's got like a light that's in it, so oh, battery operated. But yeah, she drove home with it in the passenger seat. There you go. Hey, speaking of safety, 38%. So they say that they leave their... So you don't leave your indoor lights on like on Christmas Eve or something, your tree lit or anything, Chelsea? Well, I won't that? this year when yeah. I'll be out of town. Oh, that's but, also uh, true, right? Yeah, it's probably right. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I guess I would feel okay if I was at home, like leaving them on overnight. Right. I don't know. I'm, I, like I have this weird fear that they're going to start a fire well, or something. Well, no, that's yeah. okay. But that's you got right. a fake tree, though. I do. Right. Yeah, so it's it's a little bit different than if it's a real tree. Well, 22% True. do turn off everything when they go to sleep, which probably is a good habit because mm-hmm. 27% of the people say their oldest holiday lights are at least five years old. Mm, okay. And okay. 13% say that they are seven or more years old. That's not because that's the deal. The only time you really think about them is when you get them out of the box and you're ready to hang them up. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. You don't think as you're putting them away, boy, when did I, I need buy to, these? Right. Yeah. So, I need to get new lights next year or something like that. So my question, and we might could even save this for a later time for a contest, but what's the right time? If you do have a timer for your outdoor lights, what time do you set them to go off at? Mm. Because What's if you like well, midnight, yeah, yeah. is it one? midnight, one o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning? Like, I mean, how long do you think people are going to sit there and enjoy your lights? Because you're not enjoying them. You're inside the house. Right. Yeah. I uh, I don't know. Well, do you guys have a timer, Zach? Yeah, we do. Yeah. What and time do yours go I've off? got mine set for one, I think. Okay. One Which I, I think might be a little late. A little I remember late, yeah. when I initially, and this was before we moved in the new house, when we initially got the timer, my wife wanted it set for like 10 p.m. Oh, okay. But I think that was because some of the lights you could see through our bedroom window. She didn't oh. want that. <laughs> but and that's the thing is, don't at at some point it depends on how spectacular they are, right? I right. mean, if you yeah, or that's true too. If it actually does affect you inside, you can like see if it from you outer can space. See, if you right. can see the lights inside your bedroom and you're trying to go to sleep, yeah, or it would bother your neighbors in one uh, way. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, all right, could be a question coming up. Hey, by the way, it's Thursday. We're playing out of context. If you haven't heard it yet, you can join in. It's brought to you by our friends at. Um, Maria Mia's. Uh, so if you if you know it, if you happen to listen to the show on a regular basis, kind of get rewarded every once in a while. Yeah, and especially last week. So here we go. Here's out of context. Women have been having babies in unusual places for, for a long time. They, yeah, really just, have. they used to have them in like barns. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think that was very sanitary yeah. either. In a stable. In a manger. So where's the strange place that a woman had a baby recently? Was it A, in a McDonald's, B, in a taxi cab, C, in a plane, or D, on a subway train? And I'll tell you all right now, there's very few of you who are getting this one this morning. Yes, it's a a little tricky, and uh, that just means that if you get it right, you have a better chance at winning. But if you want to win, we do need your first and last name with your answer. Text us, 979-695-1620. All right, so as we get toward the end of the year, you know, we get all these uh, things. Things of the year, Google's uh, year uh, in search. Uh, They've got some stats. The top news topics that we Googled was uh, midterm elections, then Queen Elizabeth's passing, uh, Ukraine, Powerball numbers, and Hurricane Ian. Mm. The top words that we uh, looked for, rupee, uh, oligarch, cacao, homer, and... Recession. Now, it looks like Rupee and Cacao and Homer were all because of Wordle. Yes. Okay. I was going to say Rupee definitely was because I remember that particular 
word. Okay, and uh, so th those were those numbers as far as that's concerned. The top uh, how to help others searches, how to help Ukraine, how to help Ukrainian refugees, mm. uh, abortion rights, uh, help Ukrainian army, and how to help Uvalde. Okay. Uvalde came in number, number oh, okay. five. Uh, let's see. The top near me searches, gas prices near me. Uh, At-home COVID test, cust, testing near me, voting near me, early voting near me, and PCR tests near me. So, okay. The, the most searched games were Wordle. Wordle. Mm-hmm. Quirtle. Okay. What is that? So that is a, there are four words, okay. and you are guessing, and the guess tells you in all four boxes. Okay. Of, you know what I mean? So you're having to guess four words instead of just one. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, Elden Ring? I don't know that. Okay. E-L-D-E-N. Ring. I had not heard of that. Might be a video game okay. or something. And then Worldle, oh, which is. probably yeah. was people misspelling Wordle. I don't know. Oh, no. maybe. No. no. It's yeah. a thing. Is yeah. there one? Yeah. It's oh. a, ge it's it's a, a geographic one. Yeah. Oh, okay. It'll, it'll show you an outline of a country, uh, oh, okay. and you have to guess what it is. Yeah. Zach, you've done that one a couple of times. Yeah, I have. It's I'm not hard. very good at it's it. Really yeah, it's really hard. There's another one. I don't remember what it's called. I, I played it maybe a couple of years ago, and it's a picture of a, uh, a road or an area. Uh, it is a road, and you have to figure out where it is. And you can move up and down a little bit, and you okay. can pull back some, and you can. There are there are little clues, and then you. They, they bring up a world map, and then sure. you put a dot where you think it is. Oh, okay. And then it shows you where it huh. is. Well, Worldle, which is even harder to say than Wordle, Worldle, if you guess something, because you only have so many guesses, right. if you guess something, it didn't. It then tells you how far away you okay. are from that country. In yeah. miles. In miles, yeah. right, which I, I, I guess that helps some people. I think I looked at it one time, and I was like, nope, nope I'm going to be terrible you. at this. Okay, all right. So anyway, but those are you know, just little things that are out there. And uh, and then, of course, there, there are other things that get listed, countries name Favorite foods for a year. Right? Yeah, you could do that. You could be Japan. Yeah. So every year they have a dish of the year, which I don't think is that strange. It's basically to highlight all of the new and improved things that are going on in Japan. This year, frozen foods. Oh, that's literally that's it. That's it. Frozen that's meats it? and pizzas still in airtight bags that were frozen. Okay. So uh, it's called the Guranavi Research Institute uh -huh. is the one that puts this on. Uh, and then they crowned the dish of the year. And this year, uh, it, in fact, was just frozen foods. Uh, in winter's past, they include plant-based foods and Chinese cooking. Uh, but the COVID-19 pandemic has apparently impacted Japanese people and their eating yeah. habits. So uh, frozen foods and flash freezing methods have allowed chefs to maintain the integrity of the dish. So that's what they're giving a heads up for. But it's funny. So they take the box off to unveil this thing, and it's nothing but a bunch of smoke from all the frozen frozen uh, ice and stuff like that as it's frozen. But there you go. So okay. frozen foods is apparently the so new thing. Do we have a dish of the year in America? I don't know if anybody Ooh. does that or not. Uh, I would have to think so, right? Yeah, well, as obese as we are. I know. Yeah, sure. Without a doubt. Um, I don't know. Well, uh, American food traditions. I don't know. We'll look that up another time. Speaking okay. of plant-based, Philadelphia cream cheese is now offering plant-based spreads. The project comes after the company spent two years, they say perfecting, I think that's for us to decide if they've perfected it, right. the plant-based recipe to deliver the fluffy, spreadable product that so many customers count on. The well, Philadelphia plant... Go ahead, uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, the Philadelphia plant-based spread is only available 
in the brand's plain cream cheese flavor, but they plan to feature more flavors by the summer of 2023. This may be the spreadable type, the fluffy type, as opposed to the block. To the block, you would use. right. So when I did Whole30, there is a brand already out there that does this plant-based cream cheese, and it's Whole30 compatible because the ingredients, it uses almond milk is what it uses instead of uh, as its base, I guess. And it was, I mean, yeah, it's not real cream cream cheese like you're used to but it was really darn good was for it? a bit yes yes uh-huh. good from okay now did it have a flavor because cream cheese doesn't have a flavor so it's, one uh, of the one of the ones that i had was a i guess plain flavor yeah. which uh-huh. tastes like cream cheese uh i if any and it was more spreadable it was kind of like the whipped cream cheese like you're talking about right. it was not super dense like an actual cream cheese was but they did have an everything bagel flavor and then they also had like a chive herb flavor or something okay. so um so they did have a couple of different flavors and this particular brand does sell at local grocery stores you don't have to like go get it online or anything so it's, so not, it's not designed to be cooked used with uh, in baking as you would with like philadelphia block cr- cream cheese is it it's meant to be put different. on crackers and things like that I, yeah i guess so yeah right. um i used it in well i i technically not baked a dessert but i used it in a like chicken spaghetti dish oh okay Ooh. and baked right, nice. and okay. baked in it so okay. and it's just nice because when you were you know at least if you're if you're doing whole 30 there's not there's no dairy options and sure. so you kind of miss that creaminess that you um, typically have when you're using cheese or cream or milk or anything like that so this was a great substitute for some of that so if you're really into the plant-based thing or you're lactose intolerant um, this you know to dairy specifically this may be a great option so this is just Philadelphia trying to get on board with what's already on yeah. the market I can see yeah the entire lactose mm-hmm. intolerance thing. I yeah. can see that. All yeah. right. Yeah. The other day, real quick, I was cooking yeah. with some butter and I looked at it because it looked kind of strange. It was vegan butter. My wife had bought vegan <laughs> butter. <laughs> On purpose? On purpose. Right. Wow. What looked strange about it? Uh, like well, the package yeah, looked strange? and it looked different. And it was actually white, which I know that original oh, butter yeah. Some yeah. is supposed yeah. to be white. white. Right? Yeah. And right. they added uh, colorings and stuff to make it yellow, but it was white butter. And I'm like, wow, that's cool looking. And then I got to look in, and sure enough, it was vegan. How'd I said, why did we buy this? It tastes <laughs> fine. Yeah. Uh, but she said, oh, well, it's real healthy. Mm-hmm. What does it cost? Yeah. I, I didn't And ask. that is the thing about the cream cheese, at least with the, the brand that I purchased, because it was the one I could definitely pricier than regular cream cheese it's thursday it's almost eight o'clock it's time for jokes with zach it is that time the waiter came up and asked my dad do you want a box for your leftover food my dad replied no thanks but i'll wrestle you for them (laughs) thank you i got an email saying at google earth we can even read maps backwards and i thought ah that's just spam Oh, very nice. Yeah. Oh, I had to think about that one. Yeah. yeah. The only thing my friends like doing with me is eating. I call them my taste buds. <laughs> my taste buds. I decided I want a pet termite. I'm going to call him Clint. Clint eats wood. <laughs> Clint eats wood. And I misplaced Dwayne Johnson's cutting tool for the origami workshop. Uh-huh. I can't believe I lost the rocks, paper, scissors. <laughs> wow. Yep. Very nice. Man, those were very, very good. Well, I liked them too. That's high, that's high praise. By the way, you can uh, send us a joke. It may not be as good as that batch. As a batch, that may be the best we've ever had. Wow. Well, I, I really mean, liked it. Hit yeah. my sense of humor anyway. Oh, well, that's good. But anyhow, uh, they, you can send us the jokes, and he may 
use them and he may not. Yeah. It's, uh, 979-695-1620. Yeah, it's part of uh, what we do on Thursdays. So the African gray parrot is the best species at learning human speech. Okay. They, they can apparently learn up to 60 words. Wow. That's impressive. I, the Sahara Desert is bigger than the entire continental U.S. Wow. I, I think I've heard that. I That's no wild. no idea. Uh, Thousand Island dressing is actually called American sauce in Germany. No. American <laughs> sauce? American sauce. That's I know. too funny. Yeah, it really is. So anyhow, it's going to be 80 degrees today. I know it puts you in the holiday spirit, but that's fine. It's Texas. We got a 40% chance of rain, by the way, on Saturday, just so you know. We, oh, wait a minute. Wait, we, got, we, we, we need to do out of context one more time, one more time, because we're going to do a winner here in about a half an hour. So this is our context, uh, out of context uh, segment for today. Yeah, you're kind of out of context clue, so to speak. Women yeah. have been having babies in unusual places for, for a long time. They, yeah, really just, they used to have them in like barns. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that was very sanitary yeah. either. In a stable. And a manger. Yeah, way back when, you know, we kind of have a, a holiday that celebrates around that. But what were we talking about as far as the location here recently? Was it A, in a McDonald's, B, in a taxi cab, C, in a plane, or D, on a subway train? Yeah, we want to hear from you, and we'll have a we'll have a winner here in just a little while. It's brought to you by our friends over at Maria Mia. They've got a happy hour, which is going on today, so stop in and see them. <sighs> this translates so well to radio that I thought, man, we've got to do this as soon as it's available. The Pantone color of the year. Oh, yes. Because oh, yeah, we do that all, every year. Yeah, yeah, and you can't see it on the radio. I know. So that's perfect. But anyway, I'll give you the number, and that way you, you can, can go, look, go it look it up if you want to. It's called Viva uh, Viva Magenta. Ooh. Yes. Viva Magenta. It is uh, 18-1750. I'm just thinking, Viva It is a vibrant Magenta. relative of the red family, yeah. described as a nuanced crimson tone that balances warm and cool. Viva Magenta is an unconventional shade for an unconventional time. That is why Pantone picked it. A little goes a long way. It's brave and fearless. Okay. A pulsating color whose exuberance promotes optimism and joy. Oh, man. It is powerful and empowering. It is an animated red, which I think of pink when I think of magenta, but mm -hmm. this definitely does. I mean, you know, it is, it's almost like a chili pepper red. Yeah. Uh, it encourages experimentation and self-expression without restraint, an electrifying, boundaryless shade. I just want to know who gets to write this news I know. release. Right. Well, they How do, you do describe they, it? They sell it. They do yeah. sell it. It is so, like a hot, hot, deep pink. Yeah, I Googled it, and the first thing that popped up were shoes. Oh, okay. Yeah, that were in that color. Gotcha. So, yeah, very interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's borderline pink and red somewhere yes, in, the, yep, in between. Yep. I think it's very pretty. It probably looked great on, you know, a nail color. And I presume, no, okay, and see, that's the thing. Small doses. Yeah, I will say I was at a, uh, a small business yesterday, a local business here in town. Their walls are very close to this color. Okay. Oh. It is a beauty studio, um, but I, I, I had seen this article and I knew about the color pick earlier, and I was in there yesterday and I go, huh, they were like ahead of the time. So, but it is a lot. Uh -huh. It's a lot on a wall. And, and that, see, and that's where I'm going with that. Yeah. Is, is not so much for the clientele, but how about for the workers? Oh, yeah. Like you're having, because. I've been into places before, and, I, and I've and i thought the exact same thing. I can look at it for the 10 minutes or 20 minutes that mm -hmm. I'm in here, mm -hmm. but if I was just in this room right. all, all the, the time, time. Whew, 
Yeah. I feel like you kind of grow accustomed to it, though. Maybe. And yeah. you just block it out. Like, I don't ever think about the color of the walls in here, mainly because it's pretty generic. More neutral. Uh, yeah. yeah, kind of a tan. But um, uh, I don't know. If you're if you're in, say, a blue beauty salon, I guess that gets you in the mood for beauty products? <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. No idea. My wall is maroon in my room. Uh, I didn't have any choice, and that's fine. Maroon's okay. Um, it's not that far off. It's not that far off from this magenta. Oh, right. As you look at it. I mean, but really... only one of your walls yeah, and is I don't maroon. Have, and I don't look at it. Right. I don't it's look off at to it. the yeah. side of you. But he I just do. holds his, arm, his hand up next to his eye and just yeah. make sure he doesn't Now, I, I did have the walls, the color. Some of I had two of the walls in my studio changed. Mm-hmm. What was it? A couple years ago when yeah. they were repainting. And right. I asked because my two walls were like a kind of just a gross yellow goldish color right. that yeah. I really didn't Which like. Which is what we painted everything when we right. first started. Yeah. Yeah. My right. studio. Yeah, okay. And so, and then my other two walls are just a very, very neutral light gray. And those are the ones that I look at the most because those are the ones behind my computer and my board. And so I guess because I looked at it like a paint chip kind of situation, and that's why, and you mentioning, you say that there's a business that has this. Uh, when you look at a, something like a magenta, I can see that on nail polish, or I can see that sure. in fashion. Sure. Uh, I just, I don't know that I'd want to go through a whole wall. Maybe that. a lipstick. And that's the other thing yeah. is I can't yeah. imagine, I mean, I've, I've never been good at visualizing rooms and interior decorating and that Got kind it. of thing. Mm-hmm. But especially when you're looking at something on a, on a small little, I don't know, three inch by two inch, uh-huh. you know, paint chip thing uh, and then or, or swatch, I guess. And I know that's why people, you know, will paint on the actual wall to see if they can imagine it. But it yeah. still looks a lot different in a small area versus a big area. Yeah. And that's uh, with computer, you know, with computer generation now, you can do it yeah, now that you could true. get that look. You could actually probably take a picture of your room. Mm-hmm. You could take it in and they can they can do that kind of no, stuff. I didn't even but, think about that because yeah. we, we kind of went through that, too, and thinking about painting one of our walls and we're going to hold off for a little bit but we did get the swatches and the different colored paints and we put those on there and then we had to paint back over them and yeah uh-huh. sure it's uh it's part of the deal but anyway if you want to if you want to be in and hip that's it it's your uh, viva, viva magenta. magenta are you people back in your studio now yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. okay so, i got my bunk cake okay did you what well, flavor I did. What? I did snickerdoodle Oh. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever had their snickerdoodle, but I love snickerdoodle flavored, like cookie. So I went ahead and uh, went with that one. Man. And Zach, what'd you get? I didn't go. Oh, okay. I, I abstained. There's still some down there. I, I showed and some let me say, they're, self-control. They're the smaller ones, so yeah. people aren't really sharing. They're no. just taking them. I know. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I'm going to get one for my wife, but I'm not going to either. Oh, I've well, look at one. you two. No, just I've already had we one. Got your ear I, I got, no, 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 this no, no. morning? No, 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 no. I got one like last week. And so oh, oh, that's... Oh, oh, was that, is that, that your quota? Yeah, I'm not what? sure. I already had mine for the month. Hey, all right, wait a minute. We got work to do. All right, it's time It's time for out of context. And I've got our winner with us. So uh, here's the out of context that we were doing uh, this week. All right. So we're going to play the quote here. Is yep, that right? Yep, All right. Here we go. I know yeah. if you're a competitor. I mean, oh, that's well, not it. Hold on. Oh, excuse me. That's oh, not it. All right. Let's try this. Women one. have been having babies in unusual places for, for a long time. They, yeah, really just, they used to have them in like barns. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think that was very sanitary yeah. either. In a stable. In a manger. Yeah, yeah, we were trying to figure out exactly where was the baby born. And, uh, and Adam has the answer. Adam, what is it? McDonald's. McDonald's! Yes, yes the exactly. McDonald's bathroom. <sighs> now, I can't promise you extra, but do you remember what the baby's nickname was since it was born at McDonald's? Uh, 
Nugget. Nugget. It was Nugget. <laughs> nugget. It was Nugget. A baby yeah. named Nugget. Exactly. So now, did you hear this live, or did you just guess, or did you hear us like in uh, some like podcast or something? No, I heard the story on the radio. Ah, nice. it's good. What do you do, Adam? I work at Red Tail Rental. Oh, do you? All right. Well, good. Say hi to all those gang, the gang over there. All right. Come by here at the top of the Guarantee Bank building. I got a gift card for you for Maria Mia's. And thank you, as always, for listening, Adam. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Adam. Adam. He yeah. was excited. Boom. He was. Yeah, he was happy when I called him and said, you're a winner. Yeah, yeah. Nugget. And, and actually, nugget. if you listen to the Info Mini Chats, the podcast, the title of that day's podcast was A Baby Named Nugget. So it was right there in the title about, I, I know that wasn't necessarily the question, but uh, if you listen, if you if you don't catch everything on the show, listen to the Info Mini Chats, and you will be prepared for out of context. It was there, yeah. black and white, clear oh, as crystal. That's it, right there, crystal but clear. By the way, all of the other options that I gave today, babies have, in fact, been born oh, in those yeah. places. Oh, yeah. absolutely, yeah, right. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that was a good one. That yeah. was tricky, just tricky enough, but if you were listening, you knew. Yep. So, um... John Lennon was murdered on this date in 1980. Yeah. I don't think I remembered that until I saw this today. This is kind of interesting. From 1792, the first formal cremation of a human body in U.S. America took place. Okay. Charleston, South Carolina. Henry Lawrence, a colonial statesman and signer of the Treaty of Paris ending the Revolutionary War, uh, in his will provided, quote, I do solemnly enjoin it on my son as an indispensable duty that as soon as he conveniently can after my decease he caused my body to be wrapped in 12 yards of tow cloth and burned until it is entirely consumed and then collecting my bones and depositing them where he may see proper man that's really specific Ooh, it really was yeah. it really was but anyway so there was your first but, which means they probably happened before. And, but yeah, but time. I mean, and imagine without cremation, just how much more real estate oh, dead yeah. bodies are taking oh, up. Oh, yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. Well, we've talked about, you know, they're doing all sorts of new things now. Oh, yeah. yeah. They have to start burying people feet down first or standing up, I guess, in the there ground. There you go. Yep. Or around their head. Yeah, probably not. Wallet Hub, Wallet Hub, you know, we uh, they're kind of jicky in some of their surveys, <laughs> but they always put out these facts. Like the... The most fun city in America now. The, the most, most fun. fun. Okay. Yeah, the most fun city. So number 10 is Chicago. Okay. Number nine is New York. Number eight is Honolulu. Number seven is Austin. Okay. Number six is New Orleans. Number five is, uh, no, number six is San Francisco. Number five is New Orleans. Number okay. four is Atlanta. Number three is Miami. Number two is Orlando. Number one Vegas. is uh, Las Vegas. I've, I've been to all Vegas. of these cities. I've been to every one of these cities. Uh-huh. And I don't think Las Vegas is the most fun city. Okay. Oh, really? I don't know. Well, I'm it depends sh- on what your idea I of guess, fun is. Did you lose a lot of money? <laughs> no. I, well, you know, but I, I, would, I, mean, I would agree. Uh, don't get me wrong. Because, you know, once you get over the casino part, I yeah. guess, you know, and, and I get it. There's shows and there's food and things like that. But, um, yeah, I, I've definitely had more fun in other places. I, I like, I, I've said New Orleans is the most decadent city in the world. Yes. I mean, right. I really think it I've is. I've had a lot of fun there. But I like New Orleans a lot. New Orleans has so much more than Bourbon Street. There's a lot more history. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I think and that's just probably just cultural it. stuff, too. Yeah. yeah. It's just the cultural, the, yeah, the cultural 
thing they have. Orlando is just a place where they take your money. I'm I, sorry. They just take your money. Everything there. I've been to Disney World, okay. but I've not done enough. And, and I actually have an old college roommate who lives in Orlando now. And, and at least from her social media, she looks like she has a great time. Um, but I, I would be interested to visit and not go to Disney World. Well, they're, they're really smart about it. I mean, they, they said, look, we have a lot of people coming here. They're coming here for Disney product right and we like that and i think uh, paramount Stu- paramount right another mgm studios has a place there but they still know that there are people who are going to do things other than disney sure and so let's bring in stuff like that and and they have so as a result you know they have you know race cars they have uh, all sorts of water parks there's there are a lot of different ways for families to spend tremendous amounts of money <laughs> in and, Orlando. Yeah, in Orlando. Yeah, and obviously the first thing you got to crack down is what is bringing people here. Why is it a destination place? I don't know. You might could even say that for a college town when a lot of people come to town for football oh, games. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, and stay the yeah. whole weekend, and right. you say what else can we offer that they can enjoy while they're here? If they would do that, right? But you have to also understand while we're talking about Disney. Disney World raises prices for single-day tickets with the cost depending on the park and the day folks choose to go. The cost of a single ticket to Epcot between $114 to $179, Disney's Hollywood Studios between $124 to $179, and the Magic Kingdom costing $124 to $189 a ticket with the highest price typically the week of Christmas to New Year's. Disney says the Magic Kingdom Park will be priced at or above our other theme parks due to the incredible demand as it remains the most visited theme park in the world. The Animal Kingdom will keep its current price range, costing between $109 and $159 a ticket. Previously purchased tickets will be honored at their original price. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. You know, it 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 makes sense, though, if the demand is that high and yeah, that many sure. people are wanting to come to the park because the park is not going to be fun if it's just absolutely packed with people shoulder to shoulder, right? So raising the prices not only gets them more money, Money, but it weeds people out a little bit and and you're you're paying more but it's probably more enjoyable when you're not having to you know breathe on the person's neck behind you or in front of you yeah well i'm looking at it from an inflation standpoint i mean mm-hmm. the theme parks are dealing with inflation sure. as well just like anybody else is and so the prices of everything else is going up but they people, have to raise tickets and if people are going to continue to pay it they're going to continue to raise it until people finally just say this is enough see and i can tell you like 20 years ago they said um the time to go was between Christmas and New Year's. So we went, we were there on Christmas Day uh-huh. one year. And, and again, this was a long time ago, right. I guess 16, over 16 years ago. Right. Um, and your ticket got you into all the parks. Yes. And now they're talking about, you know, right. you've got to buy individual tickets if you want to go to the Magic Kingdom. Well, we had, you know, and, and I don't I don't know the behind the scenes of, of what our passes were, or what my dad purchased. But, you know, we went to all the parks over the, those few days. Yep. And I don't remember having to them talking about buying individual tickets. Mm-hmm. Right. But but and I believe that was right, is that they were not as busy during that sure. holiday period. But now, clearly, because there's so many people in different types of situations situations that that they yeah. they are free to go then and um and i have to say you know the airport that kind of situation is pretty that they work 
they do a good job of, of bringing that many people oh, through yeah. there. Oh, yeah, I don't but, remember that at all, yeah. but... Uh, and there are a jillion places to buy uh, souvenir T-shirts, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing what they... You uh, could not go to Disney World and still look like you went oh, to yeah. Disney World. No, and, and, and spend, get some mouse ears. Yeah, and spend a lot of money. But anyway, so that, that okay. there's that. So, I don't, you know, for time to time, we've had stories about uh, a library book that's returned after 30 so many years. years yeah. or four, okay. I think we've probably got a record here that's not going to be uh, broken. A copy of Great Expectations by Charles Dickens was returned to its rightful home at an elementary school library after being 120 years overdue. Whoa! After rummaging through their grandfather's things, an Australian family returned the book, which appears to be in excellent condition despite the fact that it was last checked out in 1903. Wow. Once the book was reunited with the deceased patriarch's alma mater, the school library thanked the family in a social media post full of gratitude, reminding us that the saying, better late than never... Sands the test. Can we talk time. about how that elementary school is still open? Uh, yeah. Like, that kind of blows my mind, too. Yep, it does. Uh, and it doesn't say exactly where in Australia, like, if we knew that would help us any, because yeah. yeah. I don't know a whole lot of geography about no, Australia. Yeah. It's its but, own man, continent, you know. That's wild. Yeah, that's true. But, um, yeah, I'm going to say that 120 years is going to be a tough one to break. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, and the fact that the book was still in pretty good condition. Yes. Uh, kind of, kind of. Man. Well, I guess maybe he'd tucked it away someplace. Sure. And so as a result, oh yeah, in a trunk uh, or something somewhere. Yeah, so there. So a Michigan man who allegedly made anti-Semitic and racist threats to people at a preschool and synagogue last week pulled his pants down and mooned the judge in a separate case. Oh, oh that'll this guy win him over. Sounds like yeah, a very upstanding so. citizen. This uh-huh. is Judge Regina Thomas reacting to uh, what he did. I want the record to reflect that while the court has muted uh, the defendant's microphone at the Oakland County Jail, he appears to be yelling and pointing at the camera. And now he has removed his pants to show the court his backside. So I'm putting him in the waiting room. Yeah, you put him in that waiting room. I don't wow. want to be in there with him. Yeah. yeah. So uh, there to you go. To show the court his backside. Yeah. His bond has been revoked, amazingly enough. Yeah. Um, and a federal judge in Chicago has ruled that a potential nationwide class action suit can proceed against the makers of TGI Friday's uh, moz- uh, mozzarella snack sticks. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, but not against the restaurant chain that shares the same name, just against the company that makes them. Because apparently there's no... No mozzarella cheese and the mozzarella oh. sticks. Oh, what? Are these like the kind they sell in the store? Because I, I think they sell TGI Friday stuff yeah, like in the, yeah, the grocery I think store. That's what we're yeah. talking oh, about. Yeah. Okay. okay. Customers uh, would not pay as much or buy as many if it were accurately labeled, according to the lawsuit, which probably makes sense mm-hmm. if it says mozzarella in it. You should expect. Is it cheese mozzarella. at all? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, and what's cheese again, product? We're not looking for healthy anyhow. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Info Mini Chats. We'd love for you to rate our podcast and leave us a review. Telling your friends about us would be greatly appreciated, too. And if you really love the episode, you can hear that and more when you tune in to WTAW's Infomaniacs weekday mornings from 6 till 9 on 1620-945 or online at RadioAggieland.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.